Hi, folks. Josh Wiggler here with a very special edition of the Down the Hatch podcast. And what you are about to listen to is amazing. At least I think so. I hope you think so as well. And I certainly think you will think so if you are a regular Down the Hatch listener. Just a couple of quick notes ahead of the podcast. Note number one is uh, obviously there's lost spoilers on all of these Down the Hatch podcasts. But this one also has alias spoilers, just some light alias spoilers, but alias spoilers all the same so if you care about that uh there are some alias spoilers here that's a funny thing to have be the first warning on this podcast but there you go secondly um what you're going to listen to is a series of skype calls phone calls over skype um so the audio may be a little bit uh wonkier than you are used to hearing here on down the hatch i promise you the content will be worth it if you just like the the regular episodic recaps of down the hatch then don't worry you don't need to listen to this one but if you're a a completionist but b if you're particularly intrigued by a certain recurring gag that has reared its head in the the latter days of lost down the hatch season one then may i get us ready for the remainder of this show by way of a familiar tune everybody with me who drinks on me hey y'all who you came with who you living with Oh my god, it's the DJ Dom Exposade party here on Lost Down the Hatch on Post Show Recaps. Hello everybody, I'm Josh Wiggler. I'm joined here by Mike Bloom. Mike Holy God, what is about to happen here? 1969, Josh. Man lands on the moon. 2004, Lost premieres. 2010, Lost ends. Let's finish off that Mount Rushmore. 2020, DJ drinks on me. It's finally unmasked. The masked rapper. We're doing it. Screw you, Ken Jong. We're the doctors here, and we're unmasking. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, if you are listening to this sequentially on your Down the Hatch podcast feed, then you'll know that we teased this a little bit on the Man of Science, Man of Faith recap. We teased something. We teased something. We teased that something was coming up. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing that was coming up. Um, I'm going to say some things. (laughs) I'm going to say some things before we proceed. uh, the thing that I'm going to say is I think that this is 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 very likely a podcast that is really even less for Lost fans and more very specifically for Down the Hatch fans. If you have been a fan of the DJ Dom segments that have been recurring ever since Numbers, uh, since Numbers, then I think you are going to be pleased today uh, because boy, oh boy, do we have something special for you. And if you're not a fan, then I guess the bright side is, depending on how this goes, there might be a severely less chance of us playing that stupid song on our podcast. No, anymore. I think this is going to go great. I'm really, really excited about this podcast today. It's got a very, very funny backstory to it that I'm really excited to get into and to unveil. Uh, and I think that it's best if we sort of just let this podcast go uh, and 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 just flow in whatever direction it is going to flow in. This is yeah. indeed we're on the same we're on the same current here. This is is the DJ Dom Expose party. And if you are just suddenly finding us here on Down the Hatch and you've randomly been directed to this podcast, uh, DJ Dom is the name that Mike Bloom and I have affectionately given um, the, the fictional character that we have envisioned for the Lost Universe, who is the creator of a song called Drinks on Me that played at the top of this podcast. It played in season one, episode 18 numbers when hurley is walking on the beach and we flash back to hurley in his hummer with his mother carmen reyes and he's blasting that song and when mike and i recorded our recap of numbers we spent i think it was an honest 12 minutes on Mm -hmm. uh trying to divine the meaning of the lyrics behind drinks on me i think that that's a good estimate of time uh that we spent i think that's even being conservative considering that i think if you add up the time 
subsequently over the course of down the hash that we've talked about drinks on me that almost doubles the amount of time i think it was very quickly once we took a deep dive into that song though we left with no better meaning of the lyrics divine from this beloved piece of music and at least was going to warm its way into the mythos of down the hatch and so we have made it pop up a good number of times much to people's either amusement or chagrin okay so that has happened some people have loved it some people not so much if you're not so much if you're in the not so much category skip this podcast you don't want to have anything else to do with this one. Uh, but if you love the DJ Dom stuff, I think that this is the one you've been waiting for. Uh, we've got some business just here at the top. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors for this episode of Down the Hatch. It's our friends over at CBS All Access with Tell Me a Story. Mike Bloom, everybody remembers their favorite fairy tales growing up. Mine was actually the fairy tale of DJ Drinks on Me. Who is DJ Dom? Uh, who is the who is this uh, this crown prince that is the that is the the architect of the greatest bop in lost history yeah and i mean now that we're going to finally find this out you're going to have the full pitch to make to all access for hopefully another season yeah that would be really good for the next season of tell me a story but right now there is a new season of kevin williams tell me a story that is streaming on cbs all access and the show takes the world's most well-known fairy tales and reimagines them as a dark and twisted psychological thriller exploring an entirely new set of characters this season features three legendary stories beauty and the beast sleep and beauty cinderella that's what drew me to tell me a story which is streaming right now exclusively on cbs all access it stars paul wesley from the vampire diaries it's got danielle campbell from the originals carrie ann moss from the matrix and jessica jones Ika darville who was also on jessica jones really really great cast it was shot on location in nashville which means there's original music woven into the stories that you Mm. won't want to miss so very topical for this podcast today so sign up today for cbs all access by going to cbs cbs.com slash post you'll get your first week of cbs all access for free and that way you can stream the new season of tell me a story and that's cbs.com slash post you'll get your first week of cbs all access for free do not miss it cbs.com slash post all right mike so here's how we're gonna do this we're, we're gonna we're gonna layer some people into the podcast yeah like Uh, like we're mixing a song and we're trying to isolate those tracks and have them form together to make a mellifluous piece of audio by the end of this i've never i don't think i've ever heard that word before i think it's a word (laughs) i think it's a word hashtag mellifluous podcast (laughs) is what is happening today with the dj dom expose party uh which would not be possible without the next person we are going to bring into the podcast and we're going to call him up in just a second. And hopefully we're just going to be able to like keep going. No stop downs would be <laughs> ideal for today. Uh, but Mike, before I call this person on Skype, uh, would you mind just uh, there's just a little thing that I'd love for you to, to play really quickly before I make the call. Is this going to be our transition? Yeah, I think this is going to be our transition. I think we, yeah, we want to get everyone nice and primed before we end up delivering into the main course here. So here we go, folks. Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? This my line, everybody with me. Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Okay, so with that said, let me call this man and see if he is ready to talk to us. Mark? Hey, Josh, how's it going? Mark, are you here? Mike, are you here? Oh, my God. In the process of doing this, I have lost Mike Bloom. So let me add Mike Bloom. Mark, we're live. This is all happening. This is all happening right now. There's 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 no time for anything off the record. We are we are we're fully on board. This podcast is recording. Mike, I lost you, but I've got you back. Yeah. Are you still keeping your audio running or did you stop it? Oh, my audio is still running, and everybody is even going to hear that question from you. Is your audio still running? This is an active situation that we have here on Down the Hatch right now. And uh, we just talk about the the relay race of podcasting you're attempting to do right now, Josh. You're trying to seamlessly transition from like just adding people on, like we're the goddamn Wizard of Oz here. Yes, yes, just skipping down the road. I just want people to acknowledge that I'm I'm DJ Wombat is uh what i'm attempting to do here today mike bloom uh we're so happy to have on the line here the great 
Mark Douglas, uh, prolific listener of Down the Hatch, great friend of the RHAP and Post Show Recaps community. And Mark is also uh, the, the man responsible for the Wombat Station logo, uh, or at least for facilitating the Wombat Station logo. I don't want to give you too much credit, Mark. I, yeah, I didn't draw it. I, I set it all up. We worked it out. Yeah, it's perfect. I love okay, it. so yeah. Mark, um, Mark, we we are we are not doxing you as DJ Dom. You are not DJ Dom. Uh, that no. is not who you are. But you you are Detective Douglas. You are you are an unofficial private investigator who tracked down DJ Dom. This is true. This is true, Josh. This is uh, this is exciting. <laughs> so 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 we so Mike and I have already recorded a little bit. Okay. Uh, we we we've set up a little bit of what we're going to do today on the show. We've we've uh, let the listeners know that this is indeed the DJ Dom Expose Party, uh, <laughs> and uh, we haven't really told people exactly where we're going to go with all of this and okay. what's going to happen and what's going to come of this. Um, Mark, what I would love is for you to tell Mike and I the story in your words of how we're getting to what we are about to get ourselves mm. into. Tell us a story, Mark. <laughs> well, back, I think, two weeks ago now, uh, you did the podcast talking how you talked to Damon Lindelof and uh, you asked that one last question about the song. You kind of got... You didn't get an answer, but he mentioned someone that would steer you in the right direction. Right. And, uh, I tried reaching out to a few different people, uh, because I knew that the answer was out there. Right. Um, so I, I, I wrote out, I don't know if you want me to tell the people I wrote to, but I want you to tell the story, how okay. you want to tell and specifically, us. Okay. Damon gave us this lead of noted Jap- Japanophile, Brian Burke. <laughs> yes. yes. So I had, I had Damon Lindelof on the, on the phone for, yeah. for an interview for the Watchmen season, potentially series finale. Uh, and I asked him, uh, listen, there's, there's, there's a, not a ton of lingering lost mysteries still out there that nobody knows the answers to. Uh, you know, the outrigger is the famous one. Um, but apparently there's this song from numbers called drinks on me that nobody knows who made it. Nobody knows where it came from or who it left with. Uh, and can you help me find the person who, who made the song or can you tell me the story? And he was like, a, I'm thrilled that this is a, a question you're asking me. It was a question he had never received from anyone asking him about Lost before, so I felt very good about that. But he didn't have an answer. He said, I just went into the edit bay, and that song was playing, and I said, yeah, that sounds good. Keep it. Um, yeah. he said, and he said, Brian Burke, a uh, noted fan of Japan, would be <laughs> the person to ask, and he, uh, he can get you the answer uh, and I put that out there into the universe on our season one feedback show I said uh, hatchlings do your thing if you've if you've got it in you to find Brian Burke he is the man who's going to have the answer and Mark Douglas a tr- uh, tremendous photographer uh, fa- family man super lost fan incredible <laughs> incredible human being uh, decided to, to, to pick up the cause and uh, proverbially input 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 every 108 minutes on a loop in the, the quest to find DJ Dom Yes. Uh, well, Brian Burke is not easy to get a hold of. Uh, he's a busy guy. Uh, I kind of thought there might be other people that, you know, there's so many people involved in this show that someone has to know. And uh, I kind of, th- I got, I found, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, Dan Iteus. Okay. He's the, the director of Numbers. He's only uh, directed Numbers and Everybody Loves Hugo. So I thought maybe he, uh, is, so yeah, he has a type. A, Danite, yeah. <laughs> who knows about everybody, but Danateus loves Hugo. Yes. Uh, so I actually uh, connected through, like he has a website for himself. So yeah, and an email address and I emailed him and he wrote me back like in an hour. Uh, and I was crazy that I replied, but he didn't have an answer, uh, but he was hopeful for me. He said, good luck. And, uh, <laughs> he was like, young man, I don't know what uh, yes. you're doing, but yes. good luck. Good this, luck. Is a, this is a 15 year old lost question and no one really, 
but these people, you know, they've done so many other things. They don't care, right? Right. Well, um, yeah, this is like the equivalent of going to one of those conventions and being like, hey, any questions? And then this like sniveling <laughs> person, no offense to you, Mark, you're a lovely person, but like this person from being like, yeah. yes, um, in episode 18 of season one of Lost, they're just someone that plays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically yeah. it, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I felt hopeful. I, like I, I was getting answers immediately, or at least a reply, right? Um, and I, I tweeted at David Fury. Um, he's the co-executive producer of Numbers. Uh, and uh, he replied to me right away, too. I, I only tweeted him saying, can I ask you a last question about an episode for a podcast? And he said, shoot. So I sh- shot him the message and he didn't reply. Uh, but I was getting replies. So well, anyway. OK, so let's just to review David Fury ghosted you did you think of reaching out to jorge garcia to talk with him considering that hurley knows how to talk with ghosts <laughs> i actually believe it or not i did right or hey you're following that logic i love this listen as a man who slid into jimmy fallon's dms with his cell phone number in the past week yes. i'm in no position to judge your effort <laughs> well those were actually the three people i connected with immediately you reached out to jimmy fallon okay and no sorry yeah. yes uh to jorge but uh, I didn't hear a reply from Jorge, and that's okay. Uh, but I so Internet Movie Database, uh, crazy website of so much information, uh, breaks down the lost episodes with everybody that works on it. I don't know if there's more credits on this than there are on the TV screen, but uh, there is a section called what was it? Music department. Yes, mm. and I think there's I don't know possibly like eight people listed. There was a name listed. By, by the name of Chris the Glove Taylor. And the name, the name stood out to me. And I clicked on Chris the Glove Taylor and uh, basically... You go to his IMDb, IMDb, his IMDb page and it's sprawling. It's a, it's sprawl, a, a sprawling list of credits. And toward towards the bottom, yes. um, there there is indeed Lost. Uh, saw, he's credited with song production, one episode, 2005, and one episode <laughs> is numbers. His numbers. It's the yes. only episode. Yes. And I'm like, this is just a little, you know, curious, you know. The only episode, there's a rap song in the episode, his name's, I don't know, I just, things ring a bell to me. So I looked up Chris the Glove Taylor, and he's on Instagram, and he's uh, very active on it. Uh, he has a huge following, and uh, so I sent him a, direct, a DM, and he replied to me right away, too. This is, a, it was like wow. a very active day that day. Uh, and from, uh, from my experience, him, Mark, like you, you and I were like DMing as well, and, and yeah. you were like, "I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the case, I'm on the hunt." Like, I'm, I'm like, if you deputize me to do this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna look. I was, like, yeah. yes, and I'm like, yeah, man, do your thing, absolutely. And the the escalation was great. Like, so, so let me let me tell you what what <laughs> happened in this text message exchange between myself and and Mark. Uh, uh, you you had sent me, Josh. I don't know if you spent any more time. Uh, digging into the Hurley's number song. I noticed that David Fury is on Twitter. Maybe you can DM him. You can't DM him, but maybe a tweet. And then you found Danatias's email and I gave you three clap emojis. And I said, feel free to dig in and be the DJ Dom hero. And you said, okay, I'm down for it. I want to be that hero for you. And I have a copy of that Danatias email because you screenshot it and you sent it to me. And it was a very straightforward email that he sent back to Mark that says, Mark, wish I could help. But I'm afraid I have no idea. Good luck, though. Damn. Yes. It was sent from his iPhone. And Mark said, damn, he's fast, though. Uh, and you asked if he could if he could get you access to Brian Burke. Uh, and it, it did not seem like he, was he didn't reply. He did, he, did, he did not reply to you, Mark. That was January 25th. And then January twi- 26th rolls around. And this comes my way at 536 in the morning and this is from Mark and Mark says oh Josh I'm hot on this mystery songs trail I might have an artist and title for you today uh, and you knew that we were recording you knew that Mike and I were going to be recording man of science man of faith in just a couple of hours yes. uh, and you said you didn't know if you'd be able to get it in time 
And then uh, at Tuesday, Tuesday at 10.51 in the morning, so we're talking five hours after you tell me you're hot on the trail, you have a message from Chris the Glove Taylor as you sent him a link to a YouTube video that says, Hurley listens hip-hop music in his Hummer. And you said, this is a clip from YouTube that I found. And Chris the Glove on Instagram responded to you and said... LOL, yes, that's me. I produced that. Drinks on me. <laughs> wow. And then I respond by saying, wow, we need to know more. And you said you were trying. And then you said he just gave me his phone number to call him. I sent you a whole bunch of uh, nonsense text from there, uh, and I don't receive any responses from Mark for a long time. Yeah, and I, think I, they, I don't know how he responds to your brain-breaking, Josh, and, over this news. And then Mark responds to me uh, in all caps, Josh, I've got everything! Can I video call you right now? Uh, and so Mark and I, we've already talked on the phone about all of this. Is that the story uh, up to date uh, as far as you can tell? Completely up to date yes okay um yeah. so at this point then uh we told this man we would be calling him uh, we're, th we're we're about three minutes past maybe we should wait one more minute uh before before we call him just to make it uh four minutes late uh we're three minutes later than when we told him we would call him uh we're gonna we're gonna reach out to chris the glove taylor uh, and we're gonna patch him into this call and he who, who says he is the producer of Drinks On Me. will tell us more about DJ Dom. Mike, if you would like to uh, play the music, and then I'll give him a call. Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? This my line, everybody with me. Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Okay. Now let me add Chris to the call. Let's see what happens All right, here. Let's see. All right. Calling is... Chris the glove tailor. Calling. It's calling. We've been texting, so hopefully he's he's available. Chris the glove unavailable. Chris the glove unavailable. Uh oh. Let's see. Let's see if let's see if we can try this one more time. Uh, Mike, if you could just cue up the music one more time for for good luck, that might that might help. <laughs> Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? This my line, everybody with me. Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? All right, we're calling Chris the Glove Taylor again. Let's see if he is available to, to pick up the call. Three of four in the call. Chris the Glove, unavailable. Chris the Glove Taylor, still uh -oh. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see if this works uh one more time. Mike, if you don't mind, uh just Is this still uh, part of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of this is still part of the podcast. This uh, is not Mike, live to tape. No, no, it's live to tape. Uh Mike, if you wouldn't mind just maybe one more time. Uh if you can if you can play the I, I think we've done it three times now for Crystal. It may take four times, but let's see if you Playing that song one more time works out to get Chris the Glove Taylor in this chat. Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? This my line, everybody with me. Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Everybody with me, who drinks on me? Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Hello? Chris, is this, is this, is this Chris yes. the Glove Taylor? Yes, it is. Uh. Is this is this the man responsible for earworming the down the hatch audience for the last couple of months with the legendary drinks on me? It is I. Oh my gosh! This is so wow. exciting. This is the greatest day for for many people. This the the smiles on people's faces right now are 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 huge. Uh, this is like trekking through like the, yes. the wilds of Tibet to find the Dalai Lama. This is incredible. sitting there peacefully. <laughs> now, now, Chris, Chris, we we just had uh, we just had Mark tell his side of the story of of tracking you down uh, on 
on this impossible quest. And I don't know how much he filled you in. Um, I would I would love to know before we get into anything else from your perspective, what happened to you about a week ago <laughs> last Tuesday when when a, when a random man named Mark Douglas slid into your Instagram DMs uh, with questions about a, a long ago TV show called Lost. Man, I'm going to tell you, that day, I was sitting here going, because I'm on my Instagram, right? So I'm active on there. If you hit me, Chris the Gloves, Instagram, you can mostly talk to me in the morning. Yeah. So I'm going through my messages, and I see uh, a random question. I'm like, uh, wait, lost? So I crack up because I have like two identities, right? I got the hip-hop side and the TV side. Right. So I was like, this is a TV music question. What is he talking about? So then he asked me and I was like, it just so happens that that episode is something I remember because I was trying to get into watching Lost at the time, right? I mean, uh, years ago when we did it. And I just remember the Yellow Humber. And that's the thing I always remembered. So, because I've got like maybe, you know, five, six hundred songs placed on different television shows. And I was like, Lost? But you remember the big ones. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I couldn't remember the title of the song. And I was like, what song is he talking about? So he asked me, uh, hey, this is a random question, but, and then he goes into, <laughs> there's a song on this show. It's lost. Then he segues over to this podcast and all of that. And I'm like, wait, let me back up. What's the question? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me. So I hit, I say, yes. Chris Taylor. And then he went and looked it up. Yes. <laughs> Hit me back. So that song like really exists. Like it was some crazy, like warped out thing. So I'm like, this is like lost. You know what I mean? This whole thing mm-hmm. that's happening. It's like a flashback, flash forward. Right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's time travel, right? Like it's taking you back to, yeah. to 2005, 15 years, which is indeed Man. a lost number. Uh, probably rather unexpectedly. <laughs> But un- un- unbeknownst to you, uh, Chris, uh, do you prefer Chris? Do you have a, a how, how would you like us to refer you to prefer you? Glove? Yeah, Glove is cool. Chris okay, is cool. cool. Whatever you're comfortable with, Glove. Yeah, Glove's yeah, I'm great. with that. It's like Glove. It's kind of how I tell apart where people know me. Okay. Like well, yeah, can, 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 glove, can we stop down it. for a second? Because I, I am genuinely intrigued by this nickname. How did you get the Glove as a, as a nickname? Okay, so... In, okay, so I started off as a Los Angeles area DJ. Okay. So I started DJing in 1981. 1980 is when I kind of had. So in 1980, there's no YouTube, there's no nothing. You don't get music from New York unless your friend's cousin brings a cassette date over when he comes to visit in the summer. Those records are like six months old. Yeah. And you hear mixing of things that I've never heard, blending records together. I was like, oh my God. Uh, so I tried to play basketball, went to college for aeronautical engineering at CSUN, go Matadors. And then I just dropped out. I just was not going to be, when the space shuttle took off, I was done. I wanted to make that. Little did I know of 20 year old secret programs and stuff, you know? (laughs) So I drop out of rocket science school and I walk it down last year and again going, what should I be? I want to be something, epiphany, a DJ. Okay. What the hell is that? Okay. In 1979, November, what is that? So I had to go on this search to become a DJ. So I became a scratch DJ. I found a record, reverse engineered, Grandmaster Flash on the wheels of steel. Awkwardly learning about scratching a record by hearing the backwards cueing out loud when my mom calls me for dinner, same as the other guy, Cool Herc or somebody. I'm like, oh, this is it. There's nobody to show you. Not even the equipment, brother. So after I got all this together, started DJing, scratching, tearing up LA, I get to uh, this one club called club radio so i used to deliver equipment to pay for my gigs so i could dj all these gigs right so i'm i used to always carry these big speakers and they would pinch my fingers so i bought these gigantic oversized super gloves <laughs> yes. right? they were really big. very smart you got to protect yourself <laughs> you know, those are your money makers. Right. exactly man tell me about it i've got pinched stuff on my hands to this day from that era so i got these gloves and so i'm rolling the stuff in so i meet these owners of the club right so i'm a hot shot right i'm 18 these guys are like so you're a dj we hear you the guy who i'm delivering the speakers for told me 
and he and wanted to introduce me to them and say, hey, they're a New York style club. It'll be perfect for you. You're like in that thing. I don't know what you call it, but you guys need to meet. You know, he's an older guy. He didn't know. He just had equipment. So Jerry McGee, audio entertainment. So we go to club radio. I meet Alex Jordanoff and KK, a Frenchman and uh, two Frenchmen, one from uh, Belgium and the other one uh, via New York. They come and they brought hip hop to L.A. They knew what it was. So they came here and they looked for L.A. artists that could do the things that they could do in New York. Right. So they said, we hear you're a super duper DJ. And I'm like, I'm the best DJ, you know. And so they said, OK, what's your DJ name? Best DJ. I said, oh, uh, DJ Chris. <laughs> they said, we'll have a name for you when you come back. We want you to come at 11. So I came back at 11. And they had a marquee. And on the marquee, it said 11 p.m., the glove. Yes. I said, that must be me. And <laughs> I went on and I took the name. It could be a guy named the glove that's 50 years old going, that was me. You stole that guy's slot. You stole his career. <laughs> that was right. his line. That was I his line. Up. Right. That could be another guy, right? Oh I fell into his alternate reality because I learned about you know, I studied quantum physics because I, I didn't stop with rocket science. I still was intrigued with the way Earth is and everything. So I've been studying quantum since the word was developed from string theory and from, you know, Alice in Quantum Land was my first book I read about it. I know I'm leaving you guys behind, but it's about loss. So when you learn about alternate realities and then you hear 25 years later about a quantum computer that operates in alternate realities that we use, right? it just says to me, Hey, that's it's real. Excuse yeah. my language. No, your <laughs> I mean, language is excused very much. I love I love the fact that you know what? You did leave an aeronautics career to pursue DJing, but this song is out of its out of this world. Yes. So you know what? You're still <laughs> you're still living on the stratosphere musically, man. Well, so so the thing, uh, Glove, <laughs> is you, is and and I'm sure Mark explained this to you, is so so I know that you you were watching a little bit of Lost as you were as you were getting started and working on it, and we're gonna you gotta tell us the story of how you became involved in Lost. But there's, you know, the, the show ended, it lasted six years, um, went out on its own terms, left a lot of these big mysteries, these big existential questions still on the table with, with no answer. Uh, so there's just like a lot of questions about the show and like specifically the story that, that don't have resolution. Um, but a lot of like the, the behind the scenes stuff and a lot of the production stuff, you know, it's got a pretty, <laughs> it's got a pretty vast uh, you know, trivia page, you know, wherever you're yeah. looking, if it's like Lostpedia or the Lostpedia yeah. or wherever, but nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knew who made drinks on me. Uh, right. You went from DJ Chris to DJ Glove <laughs> to DJ question mark, question mark, question mark, because your identity has been uh, covered it's been much like your hand it's, up to this point. It's been a, it's been a big mystery in the lost uh, community. And this is why we are, we are so tickled that, uh, that, that detective Douglas here was able, <laughs> was able to, to track you down. So, so, so I guess I, I, I would love to know from, from your perspective, uh, what, what your story is with getting associated with lost and i imagine that that takes us into um how you got into to writing music for television okay so i was um i started doing hip-hop and did that and then around 2001 i just didn't want to do it anymore so i just found this friend of mine told me about a guy who was hiring guys of my you know skill set to you know do music for television it was like I was a spy for the government and then I just wanted to become a contractor. Right. So I went over to this guy and I was like, Oh, you, you're the guy who does Moesha and the music don't sound like real hip hop. You need me. Yeah. I make hip hop. We changed the sound of hip hop. Come on, let's get down. So I started working with him and I started uh, composing multiple shows with him as a ghostwriter. I'm not going to say his name, but I will say the show names. But uh, anyway, Fast forward to Lost, we were doing this composing, and for a while we had 10, 11 shows in the air as composers, but that network actually fell off the air after the writer's strike in 2007 or 8, completely disappeared. So we created a catalog of our songs, started making songs to place on television. Instead of being the composers of black music, we started just making black music available. And I was able to make the same caliber of music that we made records with. So it kind of elevated the sound. Yeah. So uh, basically, 
what we did was um, shows like Laws, NCIS. Uh, uh, I did another great show that got canceled with Christian Slater called uh, what was that show oh, called? Oh, is that oh, like my own my own anyway, my own my worst, worst enemy, enemy? I think. Yeah. Yeah, my own worst enemy. I got a dope scene in that one, man. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I love having the big club opening scene, the night view, the people, the chicks walking by with my record. It just gives you energy when 11 million people are watching it. Yeah, I mean, so, you've got a you've got a, a, you've, you've got a robust uh, IMDb page. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at it right Thank now, you. and you you've got you know tons of shows that that you have worked on. Um, you know, you were on 90210, the new 90210, the new uh, the new Melrose Place. You've got a song credit on on Gossip Girl, and you're also mentioning shows like NCIS that are not even on here. Uh, which suggests to me, like you're saying, yeah. NCIS like, Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. So with 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 LL and and Chris O'Donnell. Uh, so like yeah, you you like you say you're Empire. Like, yeah. We yeah. Got, yeah. So you went from being a spy to being a contractor, but like you're still you're you're everywhere. Like you're 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 seated throughout the, the yeah. TV industry. Bro, I got a school with kids, man. I'm about to take over the world. I'm telling you, I'm teaching children what <laughs> nice. I know. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> and then I'm gonna run for office in 20 years. That's awesome. That's Listen, I'm, I'm here for I'm here for Glove 2040. Personally, I'll stump for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, so, man. So so then you know you you end up coming aboard for Lost, and obviously I, I'd imagine that a lot of the creative license as to the actual song itself was, you know, just your own doing, but what was sort of the prompt you received from the show at the time once you had been brought yeah, on to work on this question. episode? Like, what is it What is it that they wanted specifically from you for this episode of Lost? Well, it was great because what we used to do was, since we created a genre of music, we had a catalog where people would actually go say, hey, we need this for this scene, this type of song. So whenever they needed hip-hop, loud, rap, <laughs> they would come to me. And so uh, the, the quote came out for that. Uh, me and Corey, who was also the rapper on there, we got together and we did this joint and shot it over. And the company we were with went over there, got it placed, and they just loved it. We didn't have to get any notes or anything, no repair. And the funny thing is, my vocalist that I did that with as well, was on a show called Played a Hip Hop Story, and he was the rap voice of Tupac. Wow. <laughs> wow. So yeah, he was so, so essentially... Because like he kind of sounds like Tupac. So essentially, this song Drinks on Me is like two degrees removed from it being a Tupac original, is what you're saying. Basically three, because I did work on Tupac work music. I played keyboards on California Love. Oh, that's awesome. Damn! That's cool. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. Um, we have spent... Yeah. We have spent hours at this point uh talking offline about drinks on me but just in terms of on the podcast we've we've genuinely probably played the song as much of it as you hear in the episode of lost which is about you know 30 seconds or so we've probably played that uh mike how many times would you estimate at at this point across the the podcast since we first introduced it to down the hatch it's been at least 108 minutes cumulatively. <laughs> I mean, I think that's an play. exaggeration. I think that's an exaggeration, but I do think that we've played it probably like realistically about 12 times, I, w- I would say. And, and, and people love it because we, we have spent a lot of time, Glove, trying to, to figure out the story of Drinks on Me. Um, and, and what is, ha- <laughs> what, what is happening in, within, within the context of the song Drinks on Me? Who is it? Who, who is, who is, who is singing the song? Not just in terms of who is actually singing the song in reality, but who is that character in that universe who is, uh, who is apparently offering to pay for drinks for so many people, but only the people that are coming with him, um, the people that are on his line and also, and, and, who, be, and who they may be leaving. He seems well. to be. He seems to be very concerned with who they're leaving with, <laughs> and we've we've had a lot of yes. we've had a well, lot of like yes. just like Lost is so rich with uh, with theories. Uh, we've we've come up with an endless amount of speculation about the song, but we're here with the source, and mm-hmm. and you can talk us through it. What is the story of Drinks on Me? Okay, so let me tell you the breakdown. So real quick, we did a song called. 
ain't nothing but a G thing, right, Dr. Dre? But the yes. song is not really titled nothing but a G thing. It's called Like This and Like That. Yeah. But the name official title is nothing but a G thing. So Drinks On Me is really titled Who You With. That's why he's concerned with who. Wow. So much. Because the title is actually Who You With. Okay. Everybody out here drinks on me, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, you know, who you with? Remember, he's concerned with who right. you came with. Right. And who you are leaving with. You see? So, therefore, that person singing that song is like a combination of Puff Daddy and Biggie mixed with a little bit of uh, swag from the guy driving in the actual loss. But he looks like the guy in loss. So, imagine... What's his character's name? Hurley, Hurley, Hugo, Hugo Reyes. And I don't know how, uh, how much did you pay attention to Lost after your contribution to the show? Absolutely. Tried to keep up and got lost in a... Uh, yeah, that'll playoff. happen. That'll happen. No <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, you, you are not the only person yeah, who has that yeah, story. So you are, you are with... Yeah, who are you yeah. with? You're with a lot of fans. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, he, he goes on to be yeah, a, very, a very important character. So uh, it's a it's a big deal. Oh, no. Yeah, very, so very that's important. That's who's guy. singing the song, bro. Okay. He's singing that song. Now, as I was going to go into, well, that's dope. I didn't even realize that because I was going to say... The travelers are with him. The guy in the car with him, I don't think he makes it on the trip, but the people in the trip, in the plane, are the ones he's talking to. I think he had a, you know, who, who you with? It was the whole alternate reality when they fell into that place. Like, I found out that island didn't even exist on Earth or something. And listen, I'm a fan of Alias. I'm a fan of all these shows with multiple lines. I could not keep up with Lost. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it got a little funky. Um, wait, I, I need to be clear on this. So are you saying we've been calling the, the character who is singing the song... Who you with? Who you, who you with? Uh, we've been since since the drinks on me. Who you with? 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 We we've been yeah. we've been calling this person DJ Dom is the name that we have we have short for DJ drinks on me. Yeah, so that has been like sort of the shorthand. I love that. That's the, that's been the shorthand. And the whole purpose of this episode of the podcast, we've called it the DJ Dom expose party uh, as we are as we are finally unmasking DJ Dom Um, glove. Are you telling me that Hurley is DJ Dom? Well, let me tell you what we do. Hurley is DJ Dom. I'm going to tell you why. Wow. (laughs) A lot of characters that we build up in hip hop. We create a persona and then slide someone in. Like, we'll write songs. For some artists, we create, we'll write the lyrics, and we'll make them into that. Like me. I'm, you know me as a, a producer, music producer in the film world. I also do this in hip-hop, but I also have other things. It's like, this is an alter ego. This hip-hop producer with platinum records is, like, not even a real person. It's like a fake life. You know what I'm saying? So I get to use that as like my Batman life, my yeah, nightlife, sure. you know? So we do this for people who, like, I have a great friend, D.O.C., who's a great pen and writer for guys like Snoop and the Chronic album that I produced with on and stuff with Dr. Dre. And, and this is DJ Dom, man. He's the artist that we have created, giving him all this swag, and he rolls out with it. And okay, yeah. so Don't think I'm, of Chris the Glove. Think of DJ Dom. Wow. I'm, I'm liking this because I like this idea because I don't know if you remember Glove, but this, this the song plays when Hurley is driving to this new house he bought for his mom. Never mind what happens to the house. That's another story. In his new but, Hummer. Yeah, yeah. But in, in his yep. new Hummer and he's listening to the song. But from what you're saying, it's in, now are you talking literally like Hurley recorded himself singing this song and is playing it back? Or is it more of like, like you were saying, more of like a spiritual thing? Like this is what how Hurley's feeling at the moment. Yeah, spiritual. It's his persona. It's how he's feeling. He becomes that. I mean, you know, DJ Dom is me and Corey, but Mm. we're giving him the swag for the moment. And he's, see how he is in the car and he's rolling the, and you know, he's he's feeling it. That's how we drive every day in LA, you know? Now, the reason I think... Off the lot, brand new. I think the reason we, we ask is because, so you bailed on Lost Glove before the show genuinely got into time travel. Did you know that time travel became like a very big part of the show? 
Like, it wasn't just the flashbacks. I didn't know they did a fast forward, but I didn't know they went back and forth. Yeah, no, literally there's an entire scene where they are quantum leap style jumping through time. And and I suppose suppose that that was not a cool thing of me to do. It's possible that you're going to go and watch Lost someday. So I I, I feel like I should get your consent. Do you mind? No, no, I need that, though, because it'll help me. Yeah, so do you mind if we just, like, can we talk to you about where Lost goes? Do you mind if we... If we if we bring you along, give me all the spoilers. I read about you. You're a spoiler rich show. Yes, spoil away. You got it. You got (laughs) it. So that's what that's what we're doing here. So we're going to spoil it for you. You're on our line. And so what happens in Lost is um, there is a frozen donkey wheel in the middle of the island, Mm -hmm. and if you turn the donkey wheel, you can move the island through space and time. And so several people from the main cast get off the island and find rescue about halfway into the show. And that's when you start getting into the flash forward stuff. But some of the people stay on the island when this frozen donkey wheel is turned and yada, yada, yada. They get zapped back in time to the 1970s. And so a lot of stuff that's happened in the history of Lost up to that point, it turns out that a lot of the characters who have been on the island for a while are actually part of their own history. Knew it about it already. Yeah. Oh my God. They're, they're part, Dude, they're, I gotta go back and watch they're part. They're part of their own history. Like, they're responsible right. for their own destiny because they lived a life in the 1970s that actually motivated things that ended up happening in their lives in 2004, 2005, and stuff like that. So Hurley is one of the people that leaves the island, uh, and he comes back to the island at some point, and it's very complicated to explain the mechanics of how this happens, but the people who left and then come back find themselves also stranded in the 1970s, and Hurley is one of those people, uh. and then everybody, they like detonate a nuclear bomb, and it gets them all and blasted. Then, and back into it, the future. Yeah, I would say that sort of resets everything, though it then ends up wow. also creating this alternate universe, as you mentioned, which is sort of wow. an alternate dimension, but more so like a, a post-death purgatorial yeah, state. Yeah, so like basically there isn't an alternate reality, but what happens is in the universe of Lost, when you die, you do experience some sort of purgatorial afterlife, and you have to be tested, and if you pass the test, you find your friends, and you all get to move on together. And it has a very sweet and sappy ending uh, like that. We're all oh. the Good guys, they oh, all like they, they all like into their universe. They all they all find each other, and and so with the time travel element, um, it it strikes me that in the universe of Lost, it would be possible for Hurley to have gone back in time, recorded who you wit, and could be listening to it in the Hummer, not yet realizing that he is indeed listening to his own song and I'll and I'll take it one step further for you glove is that Hurley ends up at the end of the show he's the king of the island he's the he is the person who oh becomes, my god he's the he's the person who becomes in charge of the yep. island. So if you are the man in charge of the wheel, if you're of the wheel of everything, there's like a big light at the center of the island. He's in charge of the whole thing. And so if you're, if you're hitching your, your spiritual wagon to Hurley, um, then you, sir, are also, uh, one of the, the co-kings of the island by the end of the show. <laughs> oh, I love that. And I'll, and I'll oh, take it yeah. even one came back in time. He spoke to me and told me to become yes. a DJ. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I'll take it, I'll take it one step further. From. I think we go to California in the 80s. I think Hurley shows up outside of a club and they say, all right, I guess we're going to bring on this guy, DJ Chris. He says, no, call him DJ Glove. Yeah, call him Glove. <laughs> he's going to he's going to like that. Ah! Yeah, man. That's dope. Hurley made you. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Hurley named me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That's where my name came from. Hurley told those guys to call me that. So is it fa- is it fair to to say that 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 Hurley is is part of the DJ Dom experience officially? I think it's canon. Absolutely, because he gave me the idea. I can I can see it now. Because listen to this. This is really funny. All right, cool. I was walking down a big abandoned field on La Cienega. Okay. And I'm really thinking about, I used to play basketball. I didn't make the team. I was going to do a rocket science crap. The space shuttle took off. Like my time is real. I'm down right now, bro. Really? I'm 17. I graduated high school right on my 17th birthday, on my 16th birthday. Wait, I was 16. 
anyway, it was early. Yeah. So I'm turning 17, I'm in college, and I'm tripping. And so I'm walking down this abandoned street, you know, and Hurley must have stood next to me. I was like, what can I be? And he walked up and said, a DJ. And I looked, and there was nobody there. Wow. Wow. It was Hurley. It was Hurley. It was early. Oh my! This is amazing. I mean, oh my so amazing. <laughs> Mark, I forgot you were here. What is your, I'm here. Mark, what is, what is Detective Douglas? Because is, then I went on to make songs. Yeah, that became who you whip, which is drinks on me, which he wanted to get created, and he then assumed it and became king of everything. Yes, perfect move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh that, yeah. That oh, is yeah. really a, a pro move on his part. Like clearly, he has become lord and master of time and has really figured out how to yeah. how to work. No, you thing. know who he is, Josh. He's Doctor Who You Wit. Doctor Who You Wit. <laughs> yes. oh! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now he's Doctor Who You Wit. Yeah. Advance that brother. Uh, this is this is amazing. I love it. Just man. amazing. Yeah, Mark, you you uh, are uh, a superhero because you put in the legwork to to track down uh, Chris the Glove Taylor, oh who I am I am so thrilled to have in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. Glove, this is such a pleasure getting getting to talk to you, and I and I certainly hope it's not the last time. I would highly encourage you to watch Lost when you can, especially as somebody who's like super into rocket science, astrophysics. Uh, it gets very heady. It gets very existential. I think even knowing. Uh, um, some of the story details we've sketched out for you. I think you'll really appreciate the character stuff and the music stuff, and it gets really weird. Um, but but I think you'll I think you'll like it, uh, and I and I, I strongly advise you to to, to give it another shot. Um, but Mark, what is what is your take on all of this after spending the amount of time that you did getting to to track down Chris and and getting to meet Chris and and bringing Chris into our worlds? I am just all smiles right now. This is just so cool. Honestly, I'm just thrilled to be a part, like a small part of getting this together. It's so cool. Um, I, I, check I, this out, you guys. Guess what else, you know, he must be responsible for. So I was about? really influential with helping Dr. Dre become post NWA with the music. Uh, I produced on the Chronic album. That yep. means that early influential with Dr. Dre. Wow. That's why he's Dr. Who you quit. <laughs> he's, you know, he's heavily influential. I've got songs I produce called Explosive. Um, I've done uh, Phone Tap, which Big Boy plays every day in Los Angeles on his radio bit for 20 years. It's it's incredible type of things I've done with Dre. Uh, I, well, I was telling you about Tupac, California Love, and there's others. And it's just like he influenced me to even go there. So this guy is almost responsible for West Coast hip hop. <laughs> What? <laughs> so, so uh, you you might think that this is really funny. So there's th- this is not a joke. There's so there's a storyline in Lost during like that time travel season. Laughing. Um, that that time travel season in, in Lost when Hurley is in the 1970s, and I think it's like 1977. Uh, so Star Wars has just come out, um, and there is an entire mm-hmm. episode where Hurley spends the entire episode writing the script. For the Empire Strikes Back, for the second Star Wars. Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I thought of that immediately when we were talking about this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I love this though because oh, Lost, Lost at its core, is a show about people who at least think they have all these disparate lives scattered around the globe coming together, and maybe it's a bit about building a society, maybe it's about like encountering all the weird shit get, that gets thrown their way, but Lost on the Outside is a show as well that brings together I never thought in my life I would be able to meet and talk with somebody like Chris the Glove Taylor, but I'm so happy that I got this opportunity uh-huh. to, and, and, we, and we have to thank Lost for that, you know? Lost is the reason why we got brought oh, together, absolutely. just like the reason you got brought together with Hurley. Man, and I love it too, and I feel the same way, man. I, I would never speak to, I didn't even know about your show, and I'm following it now, and I would have not known to search for that. Like, and now I'm talking to you guys, and now I don't want to ever stop talking to you guys. No, <laughs> listen, you have, you, have a, you have a standing invitation to, yep. to return to the podcast whenever you want. If, you, if you're musically inspired, uh, and if you, if you find yourself watching Lost, and you've got some uh, other Hurley inspirations, uh, coming your way. Just oh, not, wow. just, just knock on our door. You've got our email address now. Uh, we are, we would, we would be thrilled mm-hmm. to have you back 
on the show. And again, I can't strongly yeah. recommend it enough. Uh, I think for someone of your of your interests and your background, um, I think if you if you dug deeper back into the show, it's super bingeable. I think that, I think that you yeah. really have a very good and time. It, it, yeah. and a, lo- a lot of it really holds up even 15 years after the fact. And I'll do you one better. If you have any questions or theories, reach out to us because I think, you know, a lot of our fans of the show have watched it and umpteenth amount of times and they love watch showing it to to people for the first time and seeing how they sort of track things along. And we would love to be, you know, riding shotgun along with you for that experience too, if you'll entertain that. I do, man. I have a question. So uh, Hurley being the king of the island, is he a good king? Is yeah, he a of good course. Leader? Is he of course. Good? Uh, so, so they th- love him. You guys love and honor this guy. So, so the show ends. And we all do. The show. The show ends, and he, you know, calling him king of the island is like just like a, a shorthand for him being. He's like he's like basically. I got you. He's, he's like, in charge. Yeah, he's he's authorized to basically be in charge. Um, and he's very he's very nervous about it. He's very scared about it. But you you're on this six season journey with this guy. And there's just no question whatsoever that this is the like the most kind-hearted, best-hearted person um, in the, uh, in the yeah, entire yeah. cast. So like it gives you real hope yeah. for the future. And then you, yeah, that's beautiful. Then you told me that by association, I'm co-king because of the experiences. So what I wanted to know is, like, I'm gonna watch the show, and I wanted to be able to like get up with you guys a week or two and say, Hey, this is what I got questions. And this is like how we're talking now. Like, okay. I watched seven episodes guys. What the freak? (laughs) (laughs) Like you guys got to keep me, keep me online. Like keeping gloves, watching loss. Like, okay. You can tell me the future. You can tell me all of it, but don't give me all the spoilers. Keep me on there. I want to see it because I'm a creator. I don't care how it ends. I want to see it. I want to visualize. Oh yeah, Lino, we're experiencing. Hashtag glove gets lost is becoming a thing now. Yes, and and so the the thing. (laughs) Damn, there it is. The the thing that I always tell people about Lost too, and it's something that we've talked a lot about on the podcast is, um, like I think you didn't even need to see the show. You just needed to have an internet connection probably to to hear that like it had a controversial Mm -hmm. ending. Like people didn't. uh, A lot of people really didn't like the end. Ending of the show, and I think it's it. You know that was ten years ago. Now I think that the the, the tune has changed a little bit um, culturally on on the ending. Um, but I think even even beyond that, even if you are somebody who doesn't love the way that it ends, just the journey of the show really can't be beat. Like it's it's just such a, it's a it's such a fun ride. The character interactions are are, are really really dope. Um, it's it's just it's hard not to love the actors. The music is is amazing. Um, not, and uh, not only that, as someone who works a lot on TV even today, you're going to watch a lot of this and you're going to see a lot of what's used in television today. And you'll see it actually took root in Lost. A lot. You yeah, know, it did. A, a lot, a lot of conventions that were used, like Lost was a reinventor in so many different ways to the point where there were at least like five shows produced right after Lost that tried to do the exact same thing and failed. It's, it's you know, it's like the Coke formula. You can't reproduce it. You have to have that secret ingredient. Right. Right, what's it called? I used to watch uh, the one where they flash forward, where they blacked out. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was flash forward. Literally called flash forward, yeah. Right, right, there you go. And it was like the same kind of shit. It was trying to do it, but man. Yeah, exactly. I liked Lost better. I loved Flash Forward. I watched it, but I could see their storylines were going too wild. Lost didn't do that for a couple of seasons. Then it spread out. They were smart. Yeah. Um, who were the executive producers again? Wasn't it? Um, uh, Damon, Damon Lindelof. Did, alias? Da- Damon Lindelof is, is the guy. He just did Watchmen. I don't know if you watched Watchmen at all. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard. Yeah, so Watchmen's good. Uh, Damon Lindelof is, is the man who's given the most credit for Lost alongside uh, another executive producer named Carlton Cuse. But yeah, J.J. J. Abrams is who you're thinking of uh, from, from Alias. Uh, was yeah. one of the founding fathers of, of Lost as well. He's, he stopped being involved after the first season or so. He was only lightly involved moving forward, but he's one of the big reasons why the show um, yeah. found its I mean, he, his production company, Bad Robot, is like the one you see at the end of everything. So quite literally, it's sort of like he yeah. built the house and then everyone moved in. Glove, you're an yeah. alias guy? You like yep, alias? that's what I do. 
Oh man, Alias, I love it. And and oh, man, I want to redo that. So, I want to finish it. It's not finished. It's yeah. incomplete. So so <laughs> so uh, Mike and I often joke that when we're done rewatching Lost for the podcast, that the next show up is is uh, an Alias rewatch because Mike's never seen it before. Uh, I'm a big Alias fan myself, what? so we'll have to. You I know, haven't either. Yeah. We'll, yeah we'll How many ha- times have you seen all of them? I've seen Alias. So I've seen the first three seasons many times, and then. And I think I saw the fourth season twice mm-hmm. and I only watched the last season while it was while it was airing. But I, I know about Rambaldi, okay. you know, I know uh, yeah. SD six. Uh, speaking of the Super Bowl, right? The yes. Super Bowl episode. Uh, so uh, when when we get that project yes. off the ground, Glove, you're the first guy I'm calling for the alias rewatch. <laughs> man. Hey, man, I, I've watched that entire series like five times at least. And now I'm going to watch it again as soon as I get to it. But I'm going to watch Lost first. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something else. That I want to take it from the daughter. Remember, she was a daughter of the spy. And now they got the daughter they had, a granddaughter of that. Yes. She would be better than that girl ever was. Yes. For real. <laughs> and I can do the whole story again. And we can go, yeah, man, yeah. we can take the little girl and, and give her the same nickname. Her nickname will be Sydney. Man, we run with it. Because the whole story was... The guy who was chasing Rambaldi, that guy was the one who wanted immortality. Yes, it was dope. Yes, all right. So, so Mark, you, so, yeah, you've but- tra- Mark, you've tracked down uh, Chris the Glove Taylor. Your next job is to track down J.J. Abrams, so Glove and I can go in and pitch our Alias reboot. Because I, I'm, I'm really, I'm really vibing <laughs> oh on Glove's yeah, ideas, we, and I'm ready we. to go. Yeah. Okay, that's it. Yeah. So look, I'm and down. I will email you because I have others. Uh, as right now, I'm, I'm working. I, I do work a lot with my friend Dr. Dre, like as a more of a just friend. You know, we just chat a lot, you know, daily and stuff. I'm not really working with him as mixing or doing anything, but it's really a fun thing right now to be able to create my own things and content and and have friends like that that I can just spend time with. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Instead of getting a job, mm-hmm. absolutely much better. Glove, where? You know, where I mean, can, I got a billionaire friend. I can call him up. Where can where can people find you online right now if they wanna if they wanna slide into your DMs on Instagram? <laughs> much like Mark did. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Mark is a genius. If you wanna slide in over here, you can find me on Instagram at at Chris the Glove, just how it sounds and spelled, the normal American English, one word. Also on Twitter, it's at Chris the Glove, but on Facebook, it's at DJ Chris the Glove. Cool. Or Chris the Glove Taylor, one word with that. Um, and, uh, you know, that's, Glove, it. Glove, that's I, how you can reach me. I, and I, you know you can reach me. I, I also understand that you have the full song of, of Who You With. Um, I don't know if it's too much to ask if we can play that on the yeah. podcast, uh, but that would make a, that. Would yeah, we're going to have to go pull that up and get you that. OK, if you could do that, Absolutely. if you can email that to us, we'll close out the podcast with the full version of who you with. Yeah. How exciting uh, is that? It's Fridays, right? Yeah, this will this will come out before. Well, this will come out. Uh, the, this is going to come out as, as as soon as humanly possible. We can't we can't keep this uh, to ourselves <laughs> too much longer. Yeah, we, we don't want to sit on the secret too much. Man. We want to show. We want to introduce the world to you, Glove, because you are just a fantastic person. Man, I appreciate you guys. I got some pictures if I, if you like or whatever. I don't know if you got. What is your? How can I find you? I just found a podcast. Oh, on, sure. Like, podcast. We'll, we'll, nev- we'll never. We'll uh, never. Other stuff. We'll never take a take an opportunity to not plug ourselves. This is a, a very, a very <laughs> uh, shameless. Very <laughs> appreciate the setup. So you can find me on Twitter. I'm at round Howard, like Ron Howard, but rounder. I'm also at round Howard on Instagram glove. I don't know how you feel about kittens, but I just got new kittens and I'm posting a lot about I love them. Kittens. Well, then you're going to love Dougie and Lola because yes. they are all over my Instagram right now. So those are the two places you can find me. You can find Mike Bloom. He is at a Mike Bloom type. Mike, are you on the Instagram as well? I'm the same one, and I don't know, Glove, how you feel about babies. Uh, I don't know how that, how that compares oh to kids. Oh, my goodness. I have, a, I have a nine-month-old son uh, who I post a lot of pictures of him just being the biggest old doof in the world. So that's what I primarily use Instagram for. So you have Josh and I can fill your feed with cuteness if you decide to follow us. And Mark, where are you so people can find you? Because you you're, you're an incredible photographer. You've got beautiful photos that you're posting on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I'm Mark underscore Douglas on Instagram, Mark with a C. 
Uh, I don't post a lot on Twitter, but I'm on Twitter. I'm, I'm actually Mark with a C 78 on Twitter. Cool. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. Amazing. Uh, and then to all right, I want to follow all you guys. So do it. Follow we'll, back. We'll follow. We'll follow. Right Absolutely. Back. Uh, you, you can, you can subscribe to down the hatch on your podcast app of choice. If you like the, the Apple podcast, oh, app. Yeah, that's, cool. that's post show recaps.com slash down the hatch. And you can subscribe. Um, and Mike already said this, but, uh, the, the beautiful thing about lost it, for for so many people, I think you know the, the reason why this is a show that's endured over a decade after it's ended. Basically, uh, is it's it's such like a community driven show, and it really does help you find new friends. Like it helps connect people together in ways that are totally unexpected. And here we are uh, having uh, really had like such a fun time turning uh, this this thirty second snippet of a song that was a complete mystery to everybody in the universe. <laughs> into a recurring gag over the course of like six weeks. Yeah. And then, and then because of the fandom, uh, we got to the source and we've made a new friend in you here, glove on down the hatch. And what a, what a, what a joy it's been to, to talk to you and pick your brain Mm -hmm. about everything. And to find out, to find out that, uh, it wasn't even, uh, necessarily the, the big reveal is who is DJ Dom. Uh, but also that, uh, that, uh, that Mm. that Hurley is Dr. Who you wit is, really blowing my mind today exactly <laughs> and the time the way it runs is so great man and i i really want to say man you guys are great to talk to every day listen to the man you're making me feel i'm gonna walk in my office my chest out you're making me feel great i love it and i feel the same way man you guys are wonderful this is fantastic thank you this is fantastic you, this has yeah. been a huge smile on my face this has been a, a, uh-huh. a great a great way to man. start the week Absolutely. Yeah, Chris is man, amazing. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. You guys are going to have to help me with my podcast. Yeah. Now. I'm, I'm in now. So we're <laughs> going to run it through your network. All right. We're going to do the glove gets lost thing. We'll and t- from there, we're going to run off with whatever you can use me for. Ali- alias re- reboot. Uh, coming your yep. way. Coming your way. Uh, they, <laughs> now, listen, fits, like a, it fits like a I'm glove. I'm heavy with that, bro. We'll do yeah. it. See there, I'm loving it. So yeah, let's stay in contact, gentlemen. Let's do it. Let's do it. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening yeah. to the DJ Dom Expose Party. And when we get it, we will close out this podcast with the long-awaited, highly anticipated full version of it's no longer called Drinks on Me. It is now officially called Who You With. folks josh wiggler chiming back in um i am recording this message on february 10th 2020 roughly seven days after our conversation with chris the glove taylor here on down the hatch and it brings me no joy to report this news but glove unfortunately was unable to find the full version of who you wit um, as it stands, all we have right now is the selection of Who You Wit from the episode numbers. So even though we promised to close this episode out with Who You Wit, the full version, we are unable to do so. I hope that you were satisfied by our conversation with Glove and that this isn't too much of a letdown. I know that we've been on the search for a very long time, but if we've learned anything through our encounter with DJ Dom... And with Dr. Who you wit, it's that fate and coincidence cannot be mistaken for one another. Perhaps someday we will find the full version of Who you wit. For now, at least take comfort in knowing that there is a version of Who you wit out in the universe. And it sounds just like this. Everybody with me, drinks on me. Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? This my line, everybody with me. Hey, y'all, who you came with? Who you leaving with? Everybody with me, drinks on me. Hey.